So good morning. This morning we're going to continue gradually unfolding the instructions for insight practice. And so far we've been inviting you to work with an anchor or a primary object, something to keep bringing your awareness back to whenever you recognize that you've drifted away or perhaps got entangled or reactive to what you're experiencing instead of just knowing it as it is. And the anchor or the primary object is kind of like a home base or even in some ways a refuge that we can keep coming home to. And it's this process of returning home, coming back to the anchor over and over that strengthens the steadiness of our attention so that with practice it eventually stays connected to what's happening with more and more continuity. And then when we have some steadiness of attention, it's easier to direct it to know more complex and more challenging aspects of our experience. So in the guided meditation this morning, we'll start in the usual way with steadying our mindfulness on our chosen anchor, whether that's the whole body sitting, the rhythm of breathing, or the experience of hearing. And then when we have a little more stability of attention, we're going to start exploring the first establishment of mindfulness, mindfulness of the body, in a little bit more detail. And we're going to do this by bringing awareness first to the physical sensations of breathing and then opening it up to include physical sensations anywhere in the body. So that's an overview of what we'll be doing Um, Before I start the guided meditation, just a little bit of context. So in her talk last night, Rebecca described very vividly how dominant culture in recent centuries has privileged the intellect over all other ways of being or knowing. And so for many of us, this invitation to know our embodied experience more directly doesn't come so easily. And in a similar way, back on the opening day of part two, when Brian reminded us that we were mammals, many of us laughed. I know I did. But afterwards I thought, well, why is that funny? And why do we need reminding? (laughs) We're so, I think, so many of us have been so acculturated to ignore or even deny the flesh and blood and bone mammalian aspect of these bodies that we live in. So in some ways, mindfulness of the body is a radical act of reclamation, of knowing our whole nature, knowing the whole of who we are, beyond just our brains. So again, as Rebecca shared with us last night, the... Buddha saw mindfulness of the body as really the key to developing this whole path to freedom. So I'd like to share with you the quote that she offered us last night from the Anguttara Nikaya. There is one thing that when cultivated and regularly practiced leads to deep spiritual intention, to peace, to mindfulness and clear comprehension, to vision and knowledge, to a happy life here and now and to the culmination of wisdom and awakening. 
And what is that one thing? It is mindfulness centered on the body. So mindfulness of the body has huge power. And for many of us, it's not so easy. So it's fortunate that it's a skill that we can train in, a skill that we can develop. And just like developing any skill, it takes time. And in the beginning, for many of us, it requires a lot of patience and kindness and gentle perseverance to just keep tuning in to whatever sensations we can recognize. And again, in my own experience, the very first, uh, I think it was a six-week intro to mindfulness course that I went to, I had no idea how disconnected I was until every week the instructions were like, just sit down, pay attention to the sensations in the body. And I'd be like, I don't have any sensations. What are they talking about? Next week, sit down, pay, sens- pay attention to sensations. Like, what? <laughs> huh? I think it was on week four of six. I was like, was that a twitch in my toe? Was that a sensation? I've never been so excited to feel a twitch in my toe before. (laughs) So just maybe for some of you that resonates. And maybe for some of you, you're very embodied. So wherever you are, that's great. In terms of the guided meditation, just working with guided meditations generally The words are intended to be a support, just to help you find your own experience. So generally it's helpful to try to just relax, not think too hard about the words that are being said, not putting too much effort in with your cognitive mind, but see if you can let the words come in almost on another channel, so that the words wash through or they're more in the background, and in the foreground is your own experience, your own direct experience. And you don't need to try and make your experience match what I'm saying. So this is not about getting it right, or doing it right, or being it right, because that kind of pressure can get in the way of accessing your own experience. So in all of these practices, the invitation is to try to bring an attitude of kind curiosity to the guided meditation. Kind curiosity being just that open, relaxed interest that's infused with the warmth of metta. So in the guided meditation, after we've spent some time with the anchor, I'll invite you to bring awareness to the sensations of breathing, and then sensations anywhere in the body. And at that point, we'll use the tool of mental noting to help you recognize, firstly, what you're actually experiencing, and then secondly, to help you stay connected to that experience. So with mental noting, we just silently drop in a single word to label whatever the experience is as it's happening. So... Very simply, with mindfulness of breathing, we can note or name in and out, or rising and falling, to stay connected with the experience of inhaling and exhaling. Then, when it comes to noting physical sensations in more detail, there's a whole language or vocabulary that we can develop that helps us to recognize, for example, sensations of expansion and contraction, 
pressure and release, tightening, softening, warmth, coolness, itching, pulsing, throbbing, tingling, and so on. And it's important with the note that it's just a very faint, quiet whisper in the background. So that 90% of your awareness is staying connected with the actual experience. So if at any point you find yourself getting caught up in your cognitive mind and trying to work out whether that last experience was an itch or a twitch or a twinge, not so helpful. Just let it go at that point. Maybe better to come back to the experience without the words for a while. Or you can just note, if you're not sure what it is, something. Hmm, something. Something. Because in neuroscience terms, my understanding is the part of the mind that comes up with the label is different from the part that's experiencing it. So even just noting something helps us be with the experience without getting entangled in it. There's one word that we generally don't recommend that you use as a note, and that's the word pain. Because for most people, this word has negative connotations, and that can just tighten the body, create tension in the mind. So instead of labeling pain, 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 which tends to make the experience feel more solid, more permanent, see if you can come a little closer to what are the actual sensations that are underneath what's conventionally called pain. So, for example, we might know or note aching, heat, pulling, pressure, hardness, tension, moment of release, throbbing, and so on. So the invitation is to stay present with that discomfort as long as you can simply be with it. But if at some point you find the pain is very strong or intense and you're losing your capacity to stay with it without reactivity, at that point it's okay just to move your attention to some other sensation in the body. Perhaps sensations that are more neutral, maybe even pleasant somewhere just to let the awareness refresh. Or you may just come back to the simplicity of the anchor, the neutrality of the body sitting, the simple rhythm of breathing, or the experience of hearing. Okay, so I think that's enough to get us started. Let's give that a try. So just take a moment to Come into your meditation posture, gathering the awareness in the experience of the body sitting. Just coming home to the body. Getting that felt sense that there is the body and the body is sitting. So 
by felt sense we mean just that simple knowing. Even with your eyes closed, you know what position the body is in. And that's that felt sense of the body sitting. Just knowing there is the body. And letting the settling and the stilling of the body support the settling, the stilling of the mind. Staying tuned to the experience of the body sitting or if the breath is your preferred anchor. You can just let the awareness connect with the rhythm of breathing in and breathing out. And you can know or note in and out. Or if the breath is clearer for you in the abdomen, you can know or note rising and falling. Or if for some of you at this point, the experience of hearing feels like the most supportive anchor. And you can just settle back and receive the experience of sound. Noting or knowing hearing. 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 As long as the sound lasts. Just letting the awareness connect fully with whatever your chosen anchor is. The whole body sitting, the breath, or hearing.
each time you recognize that the awareness has moved away from the anchor, the smile, you can simply begin again. Gently, kindly, without judgment, reconnecting the attention to the experience of your chosen anchor. Now that the attention's just a little more steady and stable, you can refine it on the experience of breathing. So connecting a little more closely to the experience of each in-breath and each out-breath. Staying with the beginning, the middle, and the end of the in-breath. Noticing there's a slight pause or gap before the turn into the out-breath. And the out-breath has a beginning, a middle, and an end before there's another pause or a gap. So staying very relaxed, open, and just receiving the beginning, the middle, and the end of each in-breath and each out-breath. And noticing any sense of gap or pause between them.
And as you continue to pay attention to each in-breath and each out-breath, you might start to notice all the different kinds of physical sensations that become apparent in the breathing. Sensations of expansion and contraction, tension and release, hardness and softness, warmth and coolness, moisture, tingling, and so on. Staying very relaxed, receptive, and just opening to the flow of physical sensations as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Not trying to change the sensations in any way. Just receiving them however they're experienced, moment to moment. Even with the breath as our primary focus of awareness, from time to time, very naturally, the attention is drawn to sensations elsewhere in the body. When this happens, you don't need to immediately bring your awareness back to the breath. You can let that new sensation be known. I'm using a soft mental note to label it. Pressure or warmth, lightness, 
tingling, hardness, pulsing, contraction, release. Staying with the new sensation as long as it's predominant, as long as it naturally keeps your attention. And at some point a different sensation might come into awareness. And you can just note or know this new sensation. So staying open, relaxed, curious. Just receiving whatever sensations present themselves. And therefore, when the sensation fades or disappears, you can let the awareness return to your primary anchor until a new sensation presents itself. So just relaxing and letting the attention move easily and naturally to whatever physical sensations draw it anywhere in the body. Staying with the physical sensations, or if nothing is apparent, returning to the anchor. So we're continuing to practice like this in silence now.
if or when you recognize that the attention has moved elsewhere, quite likely into some kind of thinking or an emotion, without any judgment, just gently inviting it to reconnect with embodied experience. Steadying awareness on the anchor and then opening up to whatever physical sensations present themselves anywhere in the body.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.